Welcome to Bible in a Year with Bill. My name is Bill, and I'm your message messenger as we make our way through the message paraphrase of the Holy Bible, written by Eugene Peterson. Hey, good day, and welcome to February 20th. We are on day 51 of our journey through the message paraphrase of the Bible. Today, we're going to be starting that wonderful book of Leviticus. I can't wait. Leviticus is a great book. I've actually, I've never read Leviticus in the message paraphrase. So I guess this is, this is new to me. As well as to you, I imagine, I don't know if anyone out there is following along or what they're doing, but today we're going to be reading from Leviticus chapters 1 to 4, and then we're going to finish up today's reading with Proverbs chapter 14, verses 1 to 18. So let's get right into it with Leviticus chapter 1. God called Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. Speak to the people of Israel. Tell them, when anyone presents an offering to God, present an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a whole burnt offering from the herd, present a male without a defect at the entrance to the tent of meeting, that it may be accepted by God. Lay your hand on the head of the whole burnt offering so that it may be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. Slaughter the bull in God's presence. Aaron's sons, the priests, will make an offering of the blood by splashing it against all sides of the altar that stands at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Next, skin the whole burnt offering and cut it up. Aaron's sons, the priests, will prepare a fire on the altar, carefully laying out the wood, and then arrange the body parts, including the head and the suet, on the wood prepared for the fire on the altar. Scrub the entrails and legs clean. The priest will burn it all on the altar, a whole burnt offering, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. If the whole burnt offering comes from the flock, whether sheep or goat, present a male without defect. Slaughter it on the north side of the altar in God's presence. The sons of Aaron, the priests, will throw the blood against all sides of the altar. Cut it up, and the priest will arrange the pieces, including the head and the suet, on the wood prepared for burning on the altar. Scrub the entrails or entrails and legs clean. The priest will offer it all, burning it on the altar, a whole burnt offering, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. If a bird is presented to God for the whole burnt offering, it can be either a dove or a pigeon. The priest will bring it to the altar, wring off its head, and burn it on the altar. But he will first drain the blood on the side of the altar, remove the gizzard and its contents, and throw them on the east side of the altar where the ashes are piled. Then rip it open by its wings, but leave it in one piece, and burn it on the altar on the wood prepared for the fire. A whole burnt offering, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. Leviticus chapter 2 When you present a grain offering to God, use fine flour, pour oil on it, put incense on it, and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. One of them will take a handful of the fine flour and oil with all the incense and burn it on the altar for a memorial, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. The rest of the grain offering is for Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the fire gifts to God. 
When you present a grain offering of oven-baked loaves, use fine flour mixed with oil but no yeast, or present wafers made without yeast and spread with oil. If you bring a grain offering cooked on a griddle, use fine flour mixed with oil but without yeast. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It's a grain offering. If you bring a grain offering deep-fried in a pan, make it of fine flour with oil. Bring the grain offering you make from these ingredients and present it to the priest. He will bring it to the altar, break off a memorial piece from the grain offering, and burn it on the altar. A fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. The rest of the grain offering is for Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the gifts to God. All the grain offerings that you present to God must be made without yeast. You must never burn any yeast or honey as a fire gift to God. You may offer them to God as an offering of first fruits, but not on the altar as a pleasing fragrance. Season every presentation of your grain offering with salt. Don't leave the salt of the covenant with your God out of your grain offerings. Present all your offerings with salt. If you present a grain offering of first fruits to God, bring crushed heads of the new grain roasted. Put oil and incense on it. It's a grain offering. The priest will burn some of the mixed grain and oil with all the incense as a memorial, a fire gift to God. Leviticus chapter 3 if your offering is a peace offering and you present an animal from the, er, from the herd, either male or female, it must be an animal without any defect. Lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons, the priests, will throw the blood on all sides of the altar. As a fire gift to God from the peace offering, present all the fat that covers or connected or is connected to the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat around them at the loins, and the lobe of the liver that is removed along with the kidneys. Aaron and his sons will burn it on the altar along with the whole burnt offering that is on the wood prepared for the fire, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. If your peace offering to God comes from the flock, bring a male or female without defect. If you offer a lamb, offer it to God. Lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the tent of meeting. The sons of Aaron will throw its blood on all sides of the altar. As a fire gift to God from the peace offering, present its fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, all the fat on and connected to the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat around them on the loins, and the lobe of the liver which is removed along with the kidneys. The priest will burn it on the altar, a meal, a fire gift to God. If the offering is a goat, bring it into the presence of God. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons will throw the blood on all sides of the altar. As a fire gift to God, present the fat that covers and is connected to the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat which is around them on the loins, and the lobe of the liver which is removed along with the kidneys. The priest will burn them on the altar, a meal, a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance. All the fat belongs to God. This is the fixed rule down through the generations. Wherever you happen to live, don't eat the fat. Don't eat the blood. None of it. Leviticus chapter 4 God spoke to Moses, 
Tell the Israelites, when a person sins unintentionally by straying from any of God's commands, breaking what must not be broken, if it's the anointed priest who sins and so brings guilt on the people, he is to bring a bull without defect to God as an absolution offering for the sin he has committed. Have him bring the bull to the entrance of the tent of meeting in the presence of God, lay his hand on the bull's head, and slaughter the bull before God. He is then to take some of the bull's blood, bring it into the tent of meeting, dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times before God, before the curtain of the sanctuary. He is to smear some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense before God, which is in the tent of meeting. He is to pour the rest of the bull's blood out at the base of the altar of whole burnt offering at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He is to remove all the fat from the bull of the absolution offering, the fat which covers and is connected to the entrails, the two kidneys, and the fat that is around them at the loins, and the lobe of the liver which he takes out along with the kidneys, the same procedure as when the fat is removed from the bull of the peace offering. Finally, he is to burn all this on the altar of burnt offering, everything else, the bull's hide, meat, head, legs, organs, and guts, he is to take outside the camp to a clean place where the ashes are dumped and is to burn it on a wood fire. If the whole congregation sins unintentionally by straying from one of the commandments of God that must not be broken, they become guilty even though no one is aware of it. When they do become aware of the sin they've committed, the congregation must bring a bull as an absolution offering and present it at the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation will lay their hands on the bull's head in the presence of God, and one of them will slaughter it before God. The anointed priest will then bring some of the blood into the tent of meeting, dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times before God in front of the curtain. He will smear some of the blood on the horns of the altar which is before God in the tent of meeting and pour the rest of it at the base of the altar of whole burnt offering at the entrance of the tent of meeting. He will remove all the fat and burn it on the altar. He will follow the same procedure with this bull as with the bull for the absolution offering. The priest makes atonement for them and they are forgiven. They, they then will take the bull outside the camp and burn it just as they burned the first bull. It's the absolution offering for the congregation. When a ruler sins unintentionally by straying from one of the commands of his God, which must not be broken, he is guilty. When he becomes aware of the sin he has committed, he must bring a goat for his offering, a male without any defect, lay his hand on the head of the goat, and slaughter it in the place where they slaughter the whole burnt offering in the presence of God. It's an absolution offering. The priest will then take some of the blood of the absolution offering with his finger, smear it on the horns of the altar of whole burnt offering, and pour the rest at the base of the altar. He will burn all its fat on the altar, the same as with the fat of the peace offering. The priest makes atonement for him on account of his sin, and he's forgiven. When an ordinary member of the congregation sins unintentionally, straying from one of the commandments of God which must not be broken, he is guilty. When he is made aware of his sin, he shall bring a goat, a female, without any defect, and offer it for his sin, lay his hand on the head of the absolution offering, and slaughter it at the place of the whole burnt offering. 
The priest will take some of its blood with his finger, smear it on the horns of the altar of whole burnt offering, and pour the rest at the base of the altar. Finally, he'll take out all the fat, the same as with the peace offerings, and burn it on the altar for a pleasing fragrance to God. In this way, the priest makes atonement for him, and he's forgiven. If he brings a lamb for an absolution offering, he shall present a female without any defect. Lay his hand on the head of the absolution offering and slaughter it at the same place they slaughter the whole burnt offering. The priest will take some of the blood of the absolution offering with his finger, smear it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and pour the rest at the base of the altar. He shall remove all the fat, the same as for the lamb of the peace offering. Finally, the priest will burn it on the altar on top of the gifts to God. In this way, the priest makes atonement for him on account of his sin, and he's forgiven. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 1 to 18. Lady Wisdom builds a lovely home. Sir Fool comes along and tears it down brick by brick. An honest life shows respect for God. A degenerate life is a slap in his face. Frivolous talk provokes a derisive smile. Wise speech evokes nothing but respect. No cattle, no crops. A good harvest requires a strong ox for the plow. A true witness never lies. A false witness makes a business of it. Cynics look high and low for wisdom and never find it. The open-minded find it right on their doorstep. Escape quickly from the company of fools. They're a waste of your time, a waste of your words. The wisdom of the wise keeps life on track. The foolishness of fools lands them in the ditch. The stupid ridicule right and wrong, but a moral life is a favored life. The person who shuns the bitter moments of friends will be an outsider at their celebrations. Lives of careless wrongdoing are tumble-down shacks. Holy living builds soaring cathedrals. There's a way of life that looks harmless enough. Look again, it leads straight to hell. Sure, those people appear to be having a good time, but all that laughter will end in heartbreak. A mean person gets paid back in meanness, a gracious person in grace. The gullible believe anything they're told, the prudent sift and weigh every word. The wise watch their steps and avoid evil, the fools are headstrong and reckless. The hot-headed do things they'll later regret, the cold-hearted get the cold shoulder. Foolish dreamers live in a world of illusion, wise realists plant their feet on the ground. And so, Lord, the Lord of wisdom, the Lord on whom we plant our feet, on your solid ground, I pray that you would bless today's reading. I pray, Lord, that anyone who needs to hear today's reading would somehow find a way to hear it. The book of Leviticus goes into a great amount of detail regarding the blood sacrifices used to atone for sins. 
The animal blood that was spilt on the altar was a temporary covering of the sins. The same sacrifice needed to be completed over and over because it was incomplete. It was only a for now covering. It wasn't a perfect sacrifice that came later in Jesus Christ. The purpose of the sacrifices in Leviticus was to teach the Israelites how to worship God through personal commitment. God's people must revere Him, commit themselves to His laws, and show sincere dedication to Him. Charles Swindoll tells a story of the underground church in Russia. One evening, Christians were secretly meeting in a house. They were quietly but passionately singing hymns when all of a sudden the door was pushed open and in walked two soldiers with loaded automatic weapons at the ready. One shouted, everybody line up against the wall. If you wish to renounce your commitment to Jesus Christ, leave now. Two or three people quickly left and after a few seconds, two more. This is your last chance. Either turn against your faith in Christ, he ordered, or stay and suffer the consequences. A couple more covered their faces and sheepishly left, while almost a dozen men, women, and children stayed, trembling, fully expecting to be gunned down at any moment. After a few silent moments, the other soldier closed the door, looked back at all those standing against the wall, and said, Keep your hands up! But this time, in praise to our Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, we too are Christians. We were sent to another house church a few weeks ago to break it up, but instead we were converted. We have learned by experience, however, that unless people are willing to die for their faith, they cannot be fully trusted. What difficult decisions could you face this week because of your faith? Ask God to give you courage and wisdom to face upcoming trials. Bible in a Year with Bill is a daily journey into the message paraphrase of God's Word. Join me each day as we delve into biblical stories and concepts in a contemporary, easy-to-understand language. If you enjoy what we're doing here, like and subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to follow Bible in a Year with Bill on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks for listening, and I will see you tomorrow.